Your father with his disgusting tweaking. I couldn't breastfeed any of you kids because of that man. Oh, Wait. Tent pirates, plant parents, conscious consumers, and the morbidly curious, welcome to Cultivation Conversation, a podcast for growers by growers. Come chat with our hosts, Captain Autoflower, the real green monster, and myself, Girl Go Grow. Grab a bouquet of your favorite flowers, apparatus of choice, and don't forget the fire while I tell you about the special companies that help keep this ship afloat. We are busy people and we demand the best for our plants. So all three of us automate our grows with Autopots. Available in over 63 countries, gravity-powered Autopot systems rely on no pumps, no timers, and no power to operate. This plant-driven automated watering is so precise, it will reduce consumption of feed while increasing yield. An effective and efficient way to delegate a little responsibility. Let your plants feed themselves. Use code CC10 at autopot-usa.com. If quality is the name of your game, look no further than AC Infinity. AC Infinity's grow tents, lights, accessories, and ventilation systems offer reliability and affordability along with total environmental control. Use code CULTIVATION on acinfinity.com to save even more. Frass Valley produces the highest quality superworm frass. Naturally strengthen your plants and enhance their resistance to pests and disease. Use code CC10 at FrassValley.com. We are big fans of Mass Hydroponics. Whether you're a local in Massachusetts or accessing their full online catalog, they are your one-stop shop for all of your growing needs. Use code CC10 at Mass-Hydro.com. Everybody out there in podcast land, how you doing tonight? Howdy, Parker. Howdy, howdy. What's up? What's up? How you been, guys? Well, man, how about you? Enjoying uh, sweat shirt season. Uh oh, breaking out. Ah, fuck already. About now. Yeah, about keep, now. Did you, feed, about did you now. feed the hamster? <laughs> I did. Or on the wheel? Yeah. I did. It doesn't seem to be working, huh? Son of a bitch. How bad is it? Well, for the moment, you're good. Okay. We'll just we'll keep an eye on it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I really am going to get a Cat 6 cable. I promise. This is, this is unacceptable. Oh. <sighs> I mean, I, I could take the laptop downstairs. It wouldn't be, you know, be the best lighting, or you wouldn't be able to see my beautiful lava lamp, but better internet. 
I know. Listen, tell, shut up, Johnny. Shut up. You shut up right now. What's going on, Johnny? I can take it, man. Um, yeah, it's sweatshirt season. It's cold out. Honestly, it's fucking like it got down to like forty degrees last night. I love it. So cold that I had to go on a late night plant rescue operation. Some of my my, my outdoor specimens, my jade plant, my my lemon tree, some of the wife's uh, like monsteras and stuff. They all had to come in. Otherwise, they risked certain death. Well, I, I line them up in the foyer. <laughs> there's, there's no room for, like, yeah, plant quarantine. They just they stay right in the entryway. And, um, yeah, I mean, here's my, uh, my sprayer full of Monsters mix, which is, you know, my, my loving moniker for capsaicin, extract, alcohol, what else is in it? Just a little dish soap. Yeah. Works good as Banaka, too. <laughs> a little, like, uh, breath freshener for a first date. Oh, dude. It, like, yeah, it's, it's, you know, you have to be careful when you use it. You, you will get a runny nose. You'll start coughing, sniffling yeah. at, at the minimum. Yeah. Uh, at the worst, you know, you'll, Going to cardiac arrest and have a yeah seizure right there on the floor. So side effects may include. Just be careful. Um, you know, maybe wear a mask when when you do it. Mask and goggles. Um, for sure. And wash your for hands sure. and gloves. Yeah, gloves for sure. Afterwards. Yeah, especially like with the capsaicin. Dawn. It. it does. You only gotta rub um, your eye once, and man, exactly how much you touched. Yeah, you'll you'll remember that one for a while. Or your junk. Don't rub your junk either. Eyes or junk. Best best to wash your hands first. What if, that was like it wasn't capsaicin. I'm I'm like remembering my middle middle school prank days, like someone at some point put like mineral ice or like what do they call it like Bengay. You know what that shit is? Like icy menthol. hot stuff. Yeah, menthol. Just menthol. But like put it put it in your uh, in your jock strap, like in the cup you use for. For baseball, like yeah, someone definitely did that to me. I got, I got, I got Ben Gade in the locker room. Wait, Shit, that sounds really Gade. bad. <laughs> that sounds... yeah, it's like a verb. <laughs> Shit hurt, man. Shit hurt real bad. Real bad. But um, yeah. What do you guys got tonight? We smoking on. Let's go through puffing on a joint of some Prego. Nice. Mass medical. Uh... Yeah. Yep. And uh, 
Yeah, it's good. It's uh, you know, it's got that like glue taste to it that I really like, and uh, it's a little bit uplifting. So I, I enjoy it. Nice. Yeah, I like I like huffing glue too, man. What kind of glue do you usually like when you huff it? Dude, I'll take any kind, man. <laughs> Just huff it all, bro. Total Custy style. I like that liquid cement shit you use. Yeah, man. When you make like a model model submarine. Yeah. Liquid cement. I haven't even like. Ah, oh, that stuff was awesome. Like, make we used to fucking do like glue shit to teachers' desks and all sorts of mischief with that. Yeah, it's like one of those things you open up the can, you could smell it like you come in the next day. Like that's how potent that shit was. Oh, am I coming oh. through? Yeah, you're back now. Ah, jeez, good lord. Um, yeah, yeah, no, that was I. It's all coming back to me now. The the smell of uh of, of model airplanes and shit. <laughs> but I mean, it it does like Gorilla Glue does kind of have that. Just that, like, very potent kind of glue smell. Not Elmer's glue. Not Elmer's glue. That which is stuff you use in, what, elementary school? Totally different shit. Were you a paste theater? No, I was not. I was not. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I knew, I knew kids who were. I knew kids who were. Um, all right, how about you, G3? What, what you smoking smile. on there? Could have guessed. Haven't yes. run out yet. I actually got a mango smile. Oh. Straight up OG mango mango smile. Still to this day I've run a lot of for children and to commercial. Back to my love. Oh, I don't blame you. You know, <clears throat> when you find something you like. It's hard to, I mean, the challenge is to find something you like more, mm-hmm. yeah, I really there is yeah. no shame in just going back to an old standby, you know? I can only do without for so long, I mean, honestly. <coughs> oh, I know how that goes. Um, Well, cool. I'm looking forward to watching you grow her again. What, so in your extensive experience growing mango smile and all of her children what's a couple tips you could give to people out there just who want to run mango smile like what if you you know people were just like yeah give me a couple pointers what would you throw at them be a little sensitive to Um, she also happens to be very sensitive to She's hmm. up off the floor. And above at the very she really wants to be Also, she can there's a percentage of always warned about this and then everybody mine girl didn't get to be a supermodel but there is a percentage of this plant very 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 let this supermodel you know and hidden lights prepared to train her mm. or to make uh, sure you have enough room i guess yes in all of her glory 
One of those, one of those st stretchers, as we call them. When, like once, once the the flower cycle starts, they just like they go bonkers and start to like the vertical growth just gets insane from really any sativa, I mean any plant in general. But no, that's cool. That's that's great experience. I I loved how it's like a like several pointers on the list too of like I, and i imagine they're all like in bold and all caps too like g3's yeah. basically yelling at you to like if you're gonna grow mango smile then you better not fuck this up like right. she'll be mad at you if you do the plan will be mad at you if you do and then you won't get to experience she can be she's worth it so just right Truth. It's easy. Uh, I mean, you know, relatively speaking. Straight to Bloom Newts was a great suggestion, too. You know, we've talked about that before. And um, the nitrogen that you have, like, in your. If you're using any kind of soil. Yeah, throw in some extra worm casting yeah, or something. The nitrogen that you get from that should be able should to get you fun. through three, four weeks of veg with an auto. And I mean, she's not going to throw a huge fit like Vista's Wedding or Based and Baked or anything. Throw a temper tantrum. She's just going to be a little grumpy at you. She handle a lot. A lot of abuses. Nice. Yeah, I agree about the high temperatures, too. Um, you know, just a, it's like a, it's a sativa thing. They like them jungle temps. High, high temperature and relatively high humidity, too. Oh. Cool. What's that cat's name? What's up? Fuckface? What's up? <laughs> cool. Cool. Well, he's an idiot. Uh, he looks like he's having fun back there. Um, tonight, I got a little uh, quicksand cookies. Which is a, an auto from Night Owl. Not sure if it was officially released or not. Um, I I got mine as like a tester pack in maybe two Halloweens ago in like the original uh, Bruce Banner Bunderer, which I'm still working on. Like you know, you get one Bunderer, you're kind of set for a long time. <laughs> But, um, man, this one is super fruity. Like, might be the fruitiest of all the fruity strains I've grown. You know, really? I've grown Juicy Fruit Haze. I've grown Mango Smile. I've grown, I mean, you know, What's pick your... What's the lineage on that? So it's Blue Microverse and Crinkled Cookies, I believe. And it's super 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 fruity like it smells you know i mentioned juicy fruit haze which was a you know smelled a little bit like juicy fruit maybe maybe if like you know a juicy piece of juicy fruit gum that had been chewed on for a minute this is like the straight this is this is non-chewed juicy fruit right here all juicy fruit terps not even really sure which fruit I'm getting predominantly. It's kind of just 
yeah, indiscernible fruit, but really nice. Um, and uh, like this is one of my favorite strains for the daytime. Um, and just staying on that even keel, as G3 likes to say, doesn't get me too baked. Nice body high, a little bit of a cerebral action. Good. Very nice. And they had no funk to it at all. All fruit. All fruit. Cheers. Um, no, no cookies at all. Like, none. No. It's fruity. Make you want to kill yourself? Nope. Nope. Okay. Makes me actually very happy. And, you know, it's... The taste comes through, too. That's one thing everyone who smoked this, um, their first reaction to it is that it tastes like it smells. You know, which, that's a great quality for your weed to have. Um, yeah, uh, this one just super pleasurable all around. Reminds me of, like, makes me think I'm, like, smoking on a tropical island, you know? Very cool. Well, yeah. If if you bring weed on vacation, I don't know. I I usually just manage to pack a couple cards in a carry-on bag. They were they're stony, always chiming in with the uh, the chef's perspective. Juicy fruit gum has pineapple and banana terps. I didn't know that. Very tropical mix. Yeah, you're right. I'm going to, with that knowledge, smell my jar. I haven't tried juicy fruit in ages. Mm. It's, a, it's a classic, classic gum, dude. One of, the, one of the best, in my opinion. I'm not a big, like, mint fan. I don't know. It's not into all the different flavors of mint. So I like something fruity once in a while. I'm not saying I don't like them. I like, but you know, I like like a little variety. So I'll get like one. So, like tr true story, a couple of years ago, I had I bought a big pack of mint gum, and the cashier says to me, "He goes, mint, no good." And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, make pee pee go like this. <laughs> and I was like, what? Never heard of that before. I and bought the gun anyway. I was just, like, fuck you, dude. Just for the, the, the listening audience, he, he's making a motion of flaccidity with his finger as he says that, not, not the other way. Is that true? I wonder. I'm not sure. Imagine it. If there was anything that was actually strong, any male body part, it would be found out immediately and banned. Hmm. I don't know. I think the uh, the Viagra sellers would beg to differ. You think that they're? <laughs> That's a hell of a conspiracy. <laughs> Using mint gum to sell Viagra. I mean, who knows? Who knows? 
Who knows anymore? I'm 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 I wouldn't put it past him, G3. Let's just say that. Wouldn't put it past him. I don't know if I can lose that much faith in him. I'm close, <laughs> but I don't know if I can get there. Oh, I'm there. I'm there. Um, it shouldn't take long. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm way past there. But, uh, yeah, I... Um, what are we talking about? Just juicy fruit gum. Really, really nice. And I would say, yeah, pineapple-y... Not much, not much banana, I would say, in, in this... Uh, the smell of the weed, at least, but... For sure, pineapple. Um, but yeah. Garden-wise, I got, let's see, seven plants in a five-by-five. Five. I packed them in there, you know. Uh, they're 13 days into flower now. You know, we, we flipped. They are... They're doing the damn thing. You know what I mean? Like, you want to talk about supermodel phenos? Like, holy, holy shit. You know, like, I'm. I think I'll be a little bit. Hey, what's up, Mama Wanna? <laughs> I see G3's reaction like that. I always know. It's either you or barely in the chat. <laughs> How are you? I love my girl. Uh, no, it's all good. Um,. I love seeing you out there too. What's up? Um, but so, yeah, supermodel phenos. Like these things are stretching uncontrollably right now. Like, I mean, we're talking two, three inches, maybe even more than that, um, per day. Like I'll go in there just after the twelve-hour dark period, and I'm I'm like astonished. Like, oh my god, where did this come from? You know, the. It's it's good vertical growth, not in a. I'm not like so. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining, okay? Because this is what you want to see. Your plants go through, you know, the stretch phase. I love a good tall plant. I like a plant like a photo period that'll stretch like two, two, maybe even three times its size when you initiate flower. Um. So like it's not as if I was wasn't expecting this it's just when you're in the midst of it it's still impressive to see your plants do that you're like wow i didn't really know they had it in them but i don't know so i wanted to kind of talk about some things that we can do as growers to control that phase of our plants should we want to do such a thing now I, you know i'm the kind of guy that just lets I like to let the girls go fucking buck wild. Deal with whatever bridge I have to cross when I get there, you know? Whether it's super cropping or... Maybe we can just start there. What is super cropping? Well, I mean, there's different different techniques that can all kind of be summarized as, as super cropping. But, I mean, uh, one of them I like to utilize to help mitigate stretches like... Uh, Pop and twist, you know, along the stem, and uh, that'll definitely help slow down stretch a little bit. Give it like a a, a pinch and, and twist. Yeah, you basically just grab it at two points and go at opposite directions, you know, and uh, you'll hear a little crack, 
and then uh, within a week or so it'll heal up you'll see a nice little knot there so it's also going to help strengthen the plant and help keep that branch upright too inch and twist yep like when you're trying so to that, just, that doesn't actually change the plant down yeah so it'll definitely help slow down stretch a little bit yeah i always just, just like causes like, a bruise turn to the inside kind of mushy make sure the act and then what pinch and twist yeah like uh turned your insides to mush and then you still grew into the ceiling can we call it a like a a tweak tweaking tweaking the stems a little bit a little it's like something Tweak the stems till you hear a little pop. Tweak it. You know you did it good. You can do it a little too hard. Like, I mean, you know, I don't know if I've ever done the pinch and twist method. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, when I, when I'm trying to just like, I get to the point where I'm like, oh, fuck, these are too tall. That's really when I start to pay attention. And like, I, I will literally... When I say super crop, I mean like bend the branch over at like a 90 degree angle or more. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it's even like bent a little bit downwards by the time I'm done with them. And like you might think you're being a little too rough with them. And, uh, you know, sometimes I am like I have a roll of tape right next to the tent called the, the oh shit tape. And um, yeah, I mean, there's been times where I like think a branch is done for it's like hanging on by a thread give it a little tape on there 24 hours later it's fine you know? they're amazing cabbage is like for sure absolutely split main stems people practice grafting i mean that's about as brutal as it can be right mm -hmm. just cutting the branch right off Hang on yeah, holy shit you're right um, so, I mean, you know, my style of like mitigating the stretches is, is kind of like lazy. I'll admit, like I, I let them stretch. I let them get out of control. And then at the very last minute when they're like five inches or less from the light, I'm like, yeah, I really should do something and bend them. It's, it's effective. Okay. It works. The plants don't stop growing. Those top buds even will still ripen up like you want them to. Um, that amazing whether you're a proactive or a reactive person and if this is still the right plan for you <laughs> yeah right i know yeah uh, so let's say you're a proactive person though let's say you want to do something during or before the stretch to like dictate how this goes for you a lot of people say if you keep your nighttime temps relative, like pretty much the same as your daytime temps, that'll slow down the stretch too. I think I've heard monster say that, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a technique you can, you can use. Um, I don't really often have to uh, 
uh, invoke that method. Uh, usually what I just do is I have, you know, a trellis net, right? And as the plants are, are stretching, I just spread them out farther along the net. So they're, they're branched out and they're not going to be as tall. That's going to open up the middle of the plant as well and, and help support it. So I usually don't worry too much about the stretch. You know, the first week and a half or so, I'm kind of just weaving the plant through the, the netting as it you know gets taller. Nice. Yeah, I mean, so like any kind of training, whether it's a trellis, stakes, um, even just like LST and, and what do they people use? Those bud benders or um, just green garden tie. I mean, you can use pipe cleaners. I, mean, I, I love bud training. Certain plants are Yeah, it's still the best when you go to that, go to your local dollar store, like right around April, beginning of May, and you, you can buy rolls of them for a dollar and just buy out the whole fucking store. But I do. Um, I have but to yeah. say, the Bender has yellow ones. Easy to lose. Yep, and then I can like, I'll forget that it's there, and the plant will try and go through it and like break something. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. It'll be like disfigured in that one area. The, the bud trained ones are bright yellow. Oh, it's funny. I I like had one of those on a plant. You're right, and I forgot about it. And this, it was on like a main stem, you know. So like I and I put it on there. I think even before I flipped. And by like the time the plant had done stretching and like that part of the stem was three, four times as wide as it was when I put that little clip on, the fucking branch had grown like into and around the plastic bit. Like when you see, you know, like a tree grown through a fence, like in, in a, you ever see that like in a city and it's just like, what, how the fuck did that happen? Just yeah, we want you put an obstacle in a plant's way, it'll <laughs> weave itself. <laughs> it's it was interesting though, but any kind of like you know manipulation of the plant, high stress training, low stress training, any training is what we're trying to manipulate the stretch. You know, we're trying to like take advantage of the plant's stretch to like make it grow in a certain pattern certain you know final form that you have in your mind that's certainly a way to control the stretch that's literally what you're doing you know my mind is more in on the like environmental cues that you can give to your plant um you know I, i've heard like I, i've heard people say you can you do the Nighttime temps similar to daytime, and I've also heard that blue light in your lights, like a 480 nanometer kind of spectrum, is a great thing to have to like, you know, give your plants a tighter internodal spacing. So is is that part of the stretch when you when we're talking about like 
you know, internodal spacing is by controlling your stretch, you can control how, you know, dense those, those buds are together, how close the clusters are, right? To a limit, certain plants are just going to be, have more spacing than others, just genetics wise. True. Sativas tend to be the lanky ones and supermodels. But yeah, let's say, so let's say you have a particularly stretchy plant, right? Like a sativa leaning phenotype. You're growing a mango smile. Or you're growing like me. I got a bunch of sour diesels. They're stretching like crazy. I, you know, full of, and I, I have a, a light that allows me to put, you know, I can ramp up the blues. I can ramp up the reds independently of each other. I can take out the reds. I could put the whites at like 40% and put the blues at 100%. So my re- my recipe, my light recipe, as you would call it, for like this part of the plant's growth cycle is I'm a, I'm a, I'm at a hundred percent blue and sixty five percent whites right now. Not you know I'm not trying to like blast them with light yet. They're still in that like early flower period, trying to prevent any possible. Any herms, we know how that can go. Too much light. Don't want to don't want to have the finger pointed at me for giving my plants too much light. So yeah. A lot of blues. And I think it's helping. Is that something? Well, um because even though the plants are stretching like two, three inches a day sometimes, you're not like that's not that's kind of in a unavoidable to a certain extent for at least part of the stretch stretch. what what i am seeing is like the the tips of the plants like where the 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 bud sites are i guess it it is the internodal spacing that's like nice and tight or at least pretty good you know from from bud site to bud site we're not making like three inch jumps it's still about like an inch and a half. Is about perfect. No. I have a random tangential question. Mm-hmm. So, does the mechanism in the plant that causes the same one that causes? If you wanted to stretch a plant more, could you drop your light intensity significantly during that first flowering period? Shoot up looking for more, or would it be, be the opposite? I think less light would make it stretch more. Yeah. Um, like a seedling. So if you have like a really smallish plant and you're trying to get the most height out of your stretch, can you drop your intensity during early flower? Yeah. I mean, there are certain breeders that might recommend that too. I think you can, G3. Like, 100 percent um what what you can do okay like have you ever heard of the shade response so most plants like all compete you know for for sunlight they all want to photosynthesize as much as they can so like if a plant can sense that it's 
below the canopy in the shade it does like it, plants do have a mechanism to like go through a little bit more of a growth spurt just to try to give it that extra oomph that extra little bit of height that it may, might need to like poke above the canopy that like the shade response is initiated by adding uh red frequencies interestingly enough okay which is what we all like to do in flower like i know like we you know we all hear like you know far reds are great for flower not at like early flower particularly because that's like you're initiating this like if you give it too much red and not enough white like the plant might think it's in the shade okay think about like how a light uh, the the full wavelengths of light work go, going through like green okay in the canopy it the first like color that gets taken out of the spectrum is is red after it like passes through the green it's the same thing that happens in in um underwater you ever notice how like <laughs> that's why everything underwater is blue basically or maybe it's the exact opposite that's why i'm thinking any in any case guys the the more red that you add to your plants it initiates this shade response because the plant thinks it's underneath all the other plants. Blues do the exact opposite. It makes it think that it's like above the canopy in the sunshine, sunshine like nice and happy. What the full spectrum whites just that's what we all give our plants, you know, to photosynthesize. Really by manipulating the reds and blues at least from what I've read in, you know, light literature <laughs> that's how we can manipulate the stretch so i never even makes sense manipulating the stretch before honestly i just always figured i'd let the well training i mean I we I mean, just else, though. like why not just the way i grow in general kind of helps mitigate the stretch so i just i guess i never really i don't think about it too much you know there's times where i wish i would have put maybe another layer of trellis up because the plants got taller than i that i would have i thought but um you know overall i don't really have a problem with it cool got kayla's kayla saying i got philosophical for a minute yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Sometimes that happens. We got uh, Jimmy. Jimmy Hi-Hat says, it's a great band name, Manipulate the Stretch. <laughs> I have to agree. I, I think, I, I see, I, I hear that more as like an album name. Not a band name. The band name would be like Anaphylaxis or something like that. You know what I mean? Or a great name for a Pilates class. <laughs> That's clever. I like that, Kayla. Ah, so you know, I don't know, guys. Like that's I I think I'm doing all these things. My plants like I said, they're still stretching, but they're doing it the right way. They're gonna end up like nice, you know, the the 
the top of those buds are still going to have the internodal spacing that I'm looking for. And that's, that's the key. Um, so I wanted to, wanted to bring up in our Discord, guys, we had, I'm pretty sure we had a soil beaver sighting. And I wanted to talk about it. Our buddy down under, Nettie, had, had, they got Australian soil, soil beavers, man, I'm telling you, they're out there. <laughs> Very mean. They're poisonous. New, new meaning of the phrase down under. I like it. Down under the soil. All right. So I'm giving you a little sneak peek right now into the cool kids club in our discord here. Back on day 34. Nettie's plants look beautiful, oh. right? Nice and healthy. He's very talented. Right? I, really good grower. Really. I think he's one of the best auto growers we know. I do. Not afraid of saying that. Props to you, Nettie. Um, so, yeah, gr looking great. Three healthy girls, day 34. Not even, let's see, two weeks later. He posts in the chat. Need a little help, guys. One of my plants. What's going on here? And for those of you who can't see this, I mean, what? how would we describe this? Looks like... Okay, so the top like of the rot. plant is like green and healthy. And about an inch above the soil, it's like... This stem is seriously darkened, looks like rot, really. And then the whole area around that has like started to callous off and become woody-ish. And it just does not look healthy. Something's definitely amiss. Yeah. Like the plant is literally turning black at the, the base of it. Okay. And it, it looks like, I mean, like if I didn't know better, I would think the soil beavers were at work here, right? Like this is truly, and like this might be exactly what I experienced, okay? When I talked about my issue, it, it may have gotten to the point on, you know, in my garden where like it, it was so severe that the plant just like snapped in half and fell over. My mm. plant was a little younger too, mind you. Um, but yeah, like this looks like, you ever see the never ending story? Of course. This looks like the nothing, like the plant is like being sucked into the nothing. It's turning black like this. To me, it, it, if I had to put something on it, I, I would say it's some sort of like pathogen, you know, that That's or disease. I, um, I said dirty clippers. Yeah, you know, dirty clippers or, um, you know, you, you super cropped a branch and it broke and some sort of, you know, bacteria got in there. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's something that just happened you know, on its own. Like you plant a seed and this was going to happen no matter what. Like I don't, I don't think so. I, I think it, it would have to do something with human error. Something yeah, was definitely like introduced. Something got on the inside and and started rotting it from the inside out. Mm -hmm. So 
and that can help happen through any wound in your plant even if you you know busting a leaf off can but when you actually cut branches especially like you're opening up a huge super highway right into the center of that plant so my personal SOP with that is aloe on the wound right after anything I cut. Just he like, actually uh, said he, he used aloe on his other one. He chopped, I think this was the one that he chopped. Oh, he, unfortunately he had to chop this one. All right, so let's, we'll continue, continue with the he saga here. one and then another one. I did also ask him. Looked not great. If he checked for soil beavers. Um... Here's another picture. I guess. The plant looked a little unhappy at that point. You know, we could tell like there was some something going on at the top of the plant, right? Lots of wilted leaves. Here's a uh, little video of, of what we were seeing. If I can bring that up. Oh my gosh. All right, hold on. Yeah, definitely not happy plant. And the tops look good, but yeah, the buds look good. It it would it would freak me the fuck out to see my plant being sucked into the nothing. Now, were there more than one plant doing this? Or is this just one plant? What is this? Just one plant, or this? There's. I think he showed one, but there was a second one. A second. Yeah. It was also infected. Yeah. He actually showed that one, and that's how he figured out that he thought it was clippers. Yeah, it's probably some gnarly scissors, you know, that weren't cleaned appropriately. So that is exactly what G3 said. It, you know, in this is the Patreon only channel of our Discord guys. So, um, you know, we're. We're usually pretty quick to respond around here. If anything gets posted, like people will get a get an answer right quick. So G three was like, "Yeah, it's got to be your clippers." Something something was introduced. Um, he actually showed a picture of the roots of that plant, which look fine, right? They look beautiful, white and healthy. No root rots. Yeah, totally. Looks fine. Beautiful. Like again, exactly kind of what what I experienced. Like there was no visible or smelly rottenness in the bottom of the roots. So this yeah. was just today. He says. Yep. So this is the one that he didn't chop down. I think this is the sacred watch. He and says. So you can see where a branch was clipped off there all around it it's like it's the turn in that same like it's like a whitish black you know what i mean like it's, it's like ashy looking you know what it kind of reminds me of is in it's called corn smut <laughs> And it's a fungus that gets into corn, and it's like a delicacy. Um, how it's pronounced? Corn smut. Corn Sounds smut. like a fucking yeah. corn. <laughs> it is, but it's, it, it's a it's a fungus that gets Did into you see corn. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. Huge, <laughs> huge like mutant. Thing. 
<laughs> She's so right. Dude, they eat that stuff in Mexico. That's where yeah, I saw it's a delicacy. it. It's and it's called corn smut. Corn which smut. which like yeah, I mean, truly sounds like one of the most disgusting porno flicks you've ever seen where they use corn cobs as phallic objects. Like yeah, but it, hey. it, it you ever seen corn smut four coloration to them? So that no, yeah. makes me think it's probably a fungus. A fungus? Yeah, you're right. It's that like bluish, whitish eat it color. That which is actually it's it's funny, man, because like the corn smut that I I tasted it, it was delicious. Really? It was like yeah, yeah, it's it's like what is it? Taste kind like? of like a mushroom that grows in a corn kernel. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Think of it like that, and it like it's this weird like fungus. But when and when they get it, they like harvest all those plants and they put them in like the, the we're gonna sell this for more money pile. <laughs> like, yeah, it's wow. funny how that works, man. So I don't know, Nettie. Maybe maybe the thought here is that you should have let this shit finish out and and try That's the bud. Maybe it would have been super dank. Get that corn smut cannabis. Yeah, that's the first. I've never heard of that. Yeah, dude, G3, you're right. Spot on. Corn smut. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Corn smut 4 was far, far raunchier, man. Yeah, man, it was fucking wild. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So that was, uh, yeah, a little... Problem solving in the Discord. It turns out it was not a soil beaver. A wee bit smutty. It was just uh, Nettie using some some dirty ass scissors to yeah. cut his plant with. Dirty Aussie bastard. <laughs> but yeah, we have fun. We have fun. We it's like honestly, our our Discord such a good time. And G three had a great idea. She thought you guys would would appreciate that little. Uh, you know, behind the scenes kind of show there. So I thought it was a little great lesson. learning experience too. What Make can sure we you all clean your clippers? My... Uh, that was my question. What can we all take away from that? It is always a great idea to keep a small spray bottle of ISO in isopropyl in your like grow room. You can use it on so many things. Use it on your clippers. Right before you use them. It's right, 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 right. There you go. Clean. And you don't have to worry about losing beautiful plants. A good flame, too, will work. Keep that shit right up. Yeah? Like the uh, like your dab torch? Yeah. That's going to kill anything that's on there. Just wipe it off after with like a paper towel after it cools down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just remember to don't bring it back. Carbon and stuff on. Yeah. Back downstairs. You're going to need it when you go to take a dab later. Fuck, it's in the garden. Used it to sterilize my shears. Or get an extra one. Yeah. Sterilization torch. Yeah. (laughs) Could do that. Um, Just make sure you put it back in the garage after so you can continue those, you know, uh, illegal circumcisions. Gotta cauterize that wound there, son. Captain <laughs> <laughs> circumcisions, come on, good, good God. An amateur moil. 
Is that a, such a thing? I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know why I took it. Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not licensed, but I know how to do it. I promise. Be relatively painless. I've been reading up on this for weeks. You won't lose too much size. I guarantee it. Fuck, how did we start on this? Jesus Christ. I don't know, I'm a fucking twisted individual. <laughs> what do you guys got going on garden-wise? What's uh what's up? Uh, same shit different day. Uh unfortunately though, I think I'm gonna lose pretty much most of my greenhouse to Budra. Uh, what? I'll say it ain't yeah. so. And that's with all the precautions I took. It's just been too rainy and like we had like three days of nothing but fog, which is like <laughs> Doesn't get much more humid than fog, you know. Um, so yeah, it's just a cloud. Yeah, you know, it's just it's, it was a tough year. Too much rain, too much fucking rain. So that sucks, man. I, I mean, if you just like, what if you took them down just early? Like, would they? Are they just like? It's just not mature. They wouldn't be worth smoking yet. No, it's just not mature. I mean, you're still mostly white pistols. Gotcha. You know, just. Little baby you know, calyxes. Yeah, like and, you know, ones. and like pretty much like every cooler I've looked at has like some sign of bud rot somewhere. So it's just, you know, I just said, fuck it. I, I haven't even been out there in over a week. I just gave up on it. So, oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, it's a roll of the dice every year up here in Massachusetts, you know, especially right on the water, which already humid as it is, you know, without any, uh, extra factors like you know two three days of straight fog and rain and no sunshine is what it is it sucks i'm sorry to hear man gotta be heartbroken i am you know i i it's one of those things though that never kind of surprises me i'm just like yeah you know what the fuck you know what would you expect and think about that's with all the precautions i've taken with extra ventilation and you know, going off and blowing the plants off in the morning with a fucking leaf blower. Oh, it's time and energy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just, now, so, like, honestly, man, I, and I'm being real. Like, I, I'm trying to trying to think of a, an East Coast outdoor grower that has successfully harvested an outdoor plant. Every year. You, and you, I'm, you, I'm struggling. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, uh, if you're a little bit farther inland not so close to the ocean, you might have a little bit more success, but like when you can literally, you know, be at the ocean in less than a minute from where you're growing, it's just, gotcha. it's just too much. Yeah, may, maybe in the hills around us, you know, G3, we got some higher elevations, not close to the, the ocean, maybe. We still get... I've I've always wanted to try an auto out outdoor like I think honestly I think around us the idea like you could plant an auto in June and let it go June July August maybe even plant it in May you know like mid May and let it finish you know you'd be fine yeah yeah I mean they definitely will take longer to finish. When you when growing outside, because they're not getting the kind of light that you're we're pounding them with with grow lights, the amount of of time. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, 
Oh my god, dog. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. It like it, it is what it is. It just kind of sucks, you know. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really, man. Like East East Coast growing is an indoor game. Yeah, you know. But other people might not even say anything about it, you know? Just like, oh, yeah, everything went great. It was fucking peaches and roses. I'm just going to keep it real. It sucks. I don't think I'll even get a gram out of it, so. Yep. Well, onwards and upwards, dude. Don't, I mean, really, don't don't let it. Uh... No, I'll be back at it next year. Really? Back outdoors? Trying again? Yeah, every year. I mean, look, it doesn't really cost a whole lot of money. It's the disposable greenhouse. Um, that fucking never last more than a year, and then like the cost of electricity to run the the fans and stuff, which isn't really ridiculous. So it's worth the gamble, you know. Plus, I enjoy it. Oh yeah, you're like a degenerate gambler scratching off lotto tickets at a at a gas station right now. Yeah. <laughs> See if we can get it finished. <laughs> One more week. It'll be this. This this is the year. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. You know, last year was fucking awesome. The year before sucked. The year before that, yeah, awesome. So it's like almost like every other year, you know. So I'm hoping next year will be good. Whatever. You're really just a victim to the weather. You're growing with it. I say it all the time. You are growing with another party. Like you have no control over the weather. You have no control over how much light they get. You're handing over half no. the control of your grow to Mother Nature. <laughs> and you have to trust that she's going to be good to you. And sometimes she is. She's sometimes a hoa. She's not. She's a filthy hoa. She's <laughs> a fickle one. Sure. Well. Yeah. Uh, I have, um. Yeah, what about you? I've got, I've got my, like. My smaller breeder tent, I guess. Up and coming breeders. Yeah, how's that? We want them to get gigantic, huge name breeders. Yeah. How are they they're looking? They're all doing great. Oh my god, they're fabulous. <laughs> um, Any got... that are bigger than the others so far? Yeah, so both Andy, who is um, my goondocks from Goondy Genetics, and... Okay. Um, my Sacred Watch from Outcast, they're both taller girls. Got like nice node spacing, big arms. Um, hungry girls. Gosh, I cannot keep up with them. Like Monster said with the Sacred Watch, I cannot keep up with how much food she wants. Just more, 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 more. Yeah, they like um, light and they like food. I really. I never actually ended up finding a point where it was too much. Yeah, she just wants um, and then I've got Strawberry Wedding from Big Green Guy, and she's like a like a serving platter, just naturally. Um, she's just like huge and flat, all on her own. It's awesome. Didn't have to do anything with her. And then I have Purple huh. Pentron, where she's in the Autopot system. She's really like she's. The kind of short and really chonky. So I have like mm. my bud drop PTSD is like on high alert. Yeah, um, keep the airflow. Yeah, and then I just popped. My God, I can never remember the name of this dazed whatever it is. Dazed Sibrana. 
Yes, thank you. I can never remember Sabrina. I always want to say like Cerveza. It's not, it's not that. So. <laughs> Fucking luck. The, the, the stripey <laughs> frog. I just popped and she came out of the soil yesterday. So she's good. Cool. And then Mango Smile. But I'll just say. All right. All right. You got my a lot of autos. Shit. You got to go I mean, on. Yeah. That's kind of my dream. <laughs> It's kind of it's a like thing. her thing. That's yeah. kind of my thing. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, I, I I like photos for what they are, but during this time of year, I really want to shut it down to one tent during the winter because it's so hard to keep everything warm enough. Um. Yeah. It's just a pain in the ass. So I reduce it. Well, you're you're kind of like making me. I, you know, as much as I'm having a blast doing my photos, watching, you know, I've been I've been growing these plants for ten weeks now, to waiting to see the stretch. Like that's the thing with autos. If I had a, a tent full of autos, they'd already be almost done. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> you'd be at the finish line. You'd be like, look at these gorgeous uh -huh. flowers right now. Uh huh. Uh, you know, you're kind of making me think I should do uh, do some autos in the big auto pots, like the XXLs next yeah. run. We'll see what. Maybe I'll do a. Yeah, that'd be that'd be cool. I Though, like. It's like I a, how always run autos, always, always. Yeah. I may run photo periods in addition sometimes, but I will always be running autos. They're easy. They bring so much joy. They fit into your life. No problem, especially when you have everything automated. Gosh, set it and forget it. Auto flowers and auto pots. Not an easier way to happy. do it. Yeah, I mean, truly, like, there's no, you know, waiting for them to show sex. There's no, like, there's no waiting. There's no nothing. You don't have to transplant them. You get those femme autos. You just put them in their final pot in the in the auto pots. You, you know, don't turn them on right away. Let them grow for three weeks. Then you turn the valve and boom. Watch the Oh, magic. I should mention. Sorry. GNTM just might reminded me. So, Stripey Frog, the day's Sabrana, has a grow long going on Alibrihe's Discord. Running the Mitten is running it. And I think you can plant all the way up until the end of this month. Oh, yeah? Correct. But if you're interested in it, Contact him or me or come on Alibrihe's Discord and look. It's going to be fun. For sure. Definitely going to be fun. Man, I wish I could if I didn't, you know. I'm, I'm That's like in my next, like when I pop autos after this round, like I'm definitely doing that one. So can't wait to see what you guys do with it. Now, I'm curious. I see in the chat, what is... What is a poor man's auto pots? That. What do we mean by that? Ah, <laughs> ah, that makes sense. Those, those, uh, those automatic watering bases from AC Infinity. Yeah, the wicking ones. I got you. So, like, honestly, dude, I was even gonna like, I'm, I'm maybe even a little poorer than that. Before I had auto pots, I was still butt chugging using the butt chugging method with my plants, I just have like saucers. They're big, like 
plant saucers, plastic trays that are, I don't know, 15 inches in diameter, maybe like two and a half, three inches deep. I use them to catch runoff. Yeah. I just keep my, you know, fabric pots in that and just fill up the tray with water and let it suck it up, you know? Works great. Now, of course, you can't, like, you can only fill up that much of the tray, you know? It's not going to, like, provide more water, okay? But what you can do is get a two-liter soda bottle, fill that with with water, just put that upside down. Like, you know, put your thumb over it, turn it upside down, and, like, just try to stand it up somehow, like, in in the tray. You know what I mean? Secure it in a way that it's not going to flip over and, like... Yes. Get water all over the bottom of your tent. Yes. Like you're going to be like, God damn it. Some sort of duct tape contraption. Uh, I'm, I'm picturing it in my head. Right? Maybe you got some green garden tie. You can incorporate that. You got your oh shit tape over here. You can use that. Maybe you have some, what do they call it? Uh, liquid cement laying around. You were huffing glue earlier or in the garden. You got that right next That's to you. That's definitely not going to hold, but yeah. <laughs> Whatever works. Use. But you know what I mean? Like use a two liter soda bottle as like a reservoir. Just stand it up in the tray. And as the water level gets lower, it will like level out from the bottle. So you can use that. Got a little extra if you go away. That works great, like you, if you're going away, but it's not something you want to do permanently, because that's going to keep the water level at the same level for too long, and you'll end up getting, you know, root rot issues. True, true. the The magic of the auto pot system is that it gets dry and then it releases more. Mm-hmm. Dry right. and then it releases more. It's, it's not that is a constant controlled ebb and flow. Exactly. People people overlook that and they kind of think that it's just a basic like flood system, but it's not. It doesn't stay at the same level all the time. Floods the, the tray, plant drinks, goes dry, floods again with fresh water. Cool. Well, that that's, dude, listen, auto pots are great and I, I swear by them. Yeah, that's right. But if you haven't saved up that money yet, I mean, you can still you can still get all the benefits from butt chugging. You're just gonna have to be a little more creative about it. That's all. Yeah. Or if you live in California, just go to the hydro stop and shop and steal them. <laughs> yeah. Just run right. Out. I thought you were gonna say something completely different, man. I thought you were gonna say like. I, don't even, I mean, I, don't I, even want to I could take there. it. I could take it in, in, in a million different directions. I'm a wild card. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Um, man, you, you can do it any number of ways. That's all I'm saying. But eventually, get to the point where yeah, you you have enough money in your in your pocket to go buy that auto pot system. You know, your plants will thank you. Um.
yeah, guys. Wanna just uh, wanna just say we'll see you next week at this point. Yeah, I think it was a good show. We got a yeah. lot of info out there for the people. I had a few That's laughs. All we can do, man. Yeah, for man. sure. That's <laughs> all we can do. I always have a great time hanging and and chatting with you guys. It's a highlight of my week, week, man. For sure. Cool, cool. Well, thank you guys, and uh, thank you everyone in the chat, and thank you to all of our Patreons who help us keep the lights on. And if you are an aspiring Patreon, please go. Check it out. Help us. We love it. Then you get access to the Cool Kids Club on the Discord. Man, there's all these perks that come with it. So, feet picks. (laughs) Yes. Feet picks, uh, liquid cement parties, and and, uh, corn smut. smut. Lots and lots of corn smut. Oh, my God. (laughs) You guys read my mind. We've been talking together too long, I know. Ah, Love you guys. Till next week. Don't get caught.